Ideas are everywhere. Welcome to Lessons Learned in Marketing, the Phoenix Group Podcast. I'm your host, David Bellarive. My guest today, the president and CEO of the Great Western Brewing Company, Michael McCoffson. Welcome, Michael. Thank you very much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Let me start by asking you a little bit about uh, some of the challenges that you're... uh, Well, no, let me start actually by asking you a bit about your background, because you bring a lot of great experience to Great Western. Yeah, um, I uh, started my career in the early 80s with Kraft General Foods uh, as a entry-level marketing person. It was uh, a great training organization, so it really helped you know, develop some, um, you know, really good discipline and sort of understanding of sort of the basics of, 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 uh, of marketing. And then, uh, took a flyer and actually joined Pepsi Cola in the, in the mid, in mid eighties, you know, still during the height of the Cola Wars. Um, and that was an incredible, uh, atmosphere because it was, you know, two of the top leading brands around the world, absolute cutthroat, both organizations wanting to kill the other one. Um, (laughs) And it was at a time where, you know, we were closing the gap to, uh, to Coke. Um, but the Pepsi experience allowed me to uh, diversify my career um, sort of out of marketing into strategic planning, into sales and sort of running, you know, bottling operations. And um, so it sort of, you know, that, that was a, a pretty important part of my career because it really helped round out my skill set mm-hmm. and uh, allowed me to you know, eventually come to Great Western and, uh, and uh, you know, lead the overall business. Now, here in Western Canada, especially where we are today, Saskatchewan, there's not a lot of consumer packaged goods. And so I think it'd be helpful or if, if you could share sort of what are the challenges faced with, with that industry overall? Sorry, you're referring to CPG or beer specifically? Let's talk beer. Okay. Well, the the industry is under siege. I mean, that's probably the best way to put it. Um, where uh, you know, alcohol consumption, I think in general, is growing at, at a relatively modest rate. But it, you're seeing a significant shift from traditional beer drinking to more wine, more spirits. Um, so, share of consumption is uh, is actually in decline for the beer industry. There, there's a lot of different theories. I, you know, my theory, I call it the demographic squeeze. And it's, uh, you know, baby boomers uh, that I'm sort of part of the late baby boomer uh, era. You, you just can't drink beer like you did in your 20s and 30s. Right. Um, so taste preferences are changing. Wine is probably the biggest benefactor. But the millennials, um, uh, you know, they, they're ju- they just have a thirst for different experiences. Mm-hmm. It could be beer one day, it could be wine the next day, it could be spirits the next day. It's not about brands. It's really about, oh, geez, there's a dill pickled flavored vodka <laughs> product on the market. I got to try that. Yeah. So beer is really being squeezed um, for the most part. Um, you know, the whole industry is trying to innovate, but I don't think anybody's really found the secret sauce yet to... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll, you know, uh, allow us to kind of stop the stop the the bleeding, so to speak, and to get back on a growth path. So I think that's you know, and as a smaller company like Great Western, I mean, we are competing day in day out with the largest beer companies in the world um, that are all now foreign owned. Um, mm-hmm. And in Canada, Western Canada, I mean, they control you know eighty plus percent of the market. So it's 
you know, as a small company like us, without the, those types of resources, how do you win in a in a um, in a weak industry that is dominated by multinationals that have unlimited resources? So, you know, for us, it it really is about figuring out, you know, what our true identity is and and playing. Uh, a card that is completely different than the multinationals. You cannot go head to head. I mean, we couldn't even afford to try and, you know, compete for NHL, NFL sponsorships. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, so we're, you know, we're a proud Prairie uh, based company uh, with a great story of how 16 employees saved the business from being closed by one of the multinationals. And we stick to that story and we look for ways to, continue to reinforce our uh, our prairie pride our prairie heritage and you know as an example a few years ago we embarked on a new barley um, procurement plan where 100 percent of all the barley and wheat that goes into the making of our beer comes from growers in saskatchewan and it's something that we're very proud of and it's something that we certainly like to talk about um and 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 it just it it just reinforces our connection to our community to our consumers that is different from how the multinationals are trying to are trying to connect in our market i suspect most companies especially smaller businesses mid businesses are dealing with exactly that sort of uh, underdog approach or the small versus the large how do you how did you or how do you find that story and how do you keep on it yeah, I mean, we're lucky because, you know, um, our story is very uh, authentic. Um, you know, the brewery almost closed in the uh, in the late 80s, early 90s, and 16 employees pulled the resources and, and bought the brewery off one of the multinationals. But I, it took a long time for them to really, I guess, find the heart of that story. And... Well, it did. I mean, it, it really was, you know, almost 20 years later that we decided to really talk about that story, yeah. uh, you know, um, but it's a real story. I mean, we don't have to embellish it at all. It's authentic and it's very, uh, I think it's very motivating because, you know, we, we are in a tough economy, a tough, uh, you know, and some, some of the provinces are going through bad recessionary periods. So there are a lot of businesses that are, are, are struggling to stay, stay alive. Um, you know, so I think our story kind of resonates. So, you know, we're very lucky that we have that story. You know, we still have uh, some of those original 16 employees that are working at the brewery today. So it doesn't take much to have a proof point to say this is real. Is it challenging to stay on the story? Do you have temptations no, uh, to... Oh, I, I, I got to tell you, actually, no. I mean, I would say the best part of my job is telling people the story who have never heard it before. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's an easy story to tell, and there's just such a an authenticity about it and just a, like a, like a wow factor when people hear it, it, you know, everybody's just taken aback. So, um, you know, in some respects, I'm kind of, you know, I like to think of myself as the chief storyteller of the company. Uh, but no, I mean, it's been very easy to tell. We're, we're always looking for new and different ways to tell the story, but for us, we're always looking for ways to reinforce our connection to the, to, to the prairie, um, consumer, whether that's, uh, buying a hundred, buying all of our barley and wheat from Saskatchewan growers, uh, the 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 community events that that we want to be part of. You know, we're aligned with Food and Farm Care Saskatchewan uh, right now, um, and helping them with their sort of mandate and mission. Um, so, uh, you know, for us, I think the challenge is finding 
natural extensions of our strategy as a way to keep reinforcing our uh, our connection to to the prairies. And as we talk about um, that bigger idea of lessons learned in marketing over your long span or short span of your career, what kind of things do you find you bring with you when you go from um, Pepsi to Great Western or what? What lessons or what do you hold up as really important, um, um, I guess, guide lights or, or guide guideposts? Yeah, sign, I think there, well, a couple things come to mind. I mean, I think consistency is really important. There's always a temptation to jump onto the next bag, bandwagon, the next sort of shiny trend. Um, you know, you really have to be disciplined to know you know, what your key message, your key strategy is and, and stick to it and mm-hmm. don't, and, and, uh, you know, kind of avoid the temptation of going off on too many tangents. Um, you know, I, the other thing that I would say is, you know, you've marketing, you've got to think about as almost a whole, you gotta, you gotta look at it holistically and you gotta look at the entire marketing or the entire organization and understand how each parts of the organization contributes to your overall strategy. I mean, you know, we've really uh, worked hard over the last seven or eight years to improve the quality and consistency of our of our of our, of our products. Mm-hmm. Our feeling was, particularly here in Saskatchewan, our beer should be the freshest. It should be the most consistent because the brewery is local. Our our you know a lot of our ingredients are locally grown, um, but we weren't always able to deliver on that pro- on that promise. So we've we've had to sort of look at all nooks and crannies of the organization and make sure that they're aligned to the strategy and they're helping to contribute. So whether that is in the brewing department, whether that's in the engineering department, the packaging department, I mean, it may seem that they're, you know, far away or far removed from kind of the marketing discipline, but they all, importantly, they all contribute to how the strategy is executed. For sure. So kind of alignment, um, under a common goal or a common mission is really important. Uh, you know, otherwise, you know, the promise will just ultimately fail and it'll fall on deaf ears. It may be one of the hardest things for businesses to do is to actually look at the product and, and take that hard look and say, is it delivering on the promise? Yeah. And you know, um, you know, you've got to walk the talk and if it's important, then you can't, you can't be half pregnant. Mm. Um, and you've got to accept, uh, that, there's got to be investment. There's got to be training. You know, you have to work at it every day, but ultimately it will hopefully deliver that consistency in a way that'll resonate with your, with your consumers and your customers. Do you think that would have been your first priority when you came to Great Western? Well, as it turned out, it it probably was. Um, It's not something that I, I didn't know the beer industry that well and didn't understand how, how much science there is involved in making beer. Um, and it's easy to make bad beer, so you really have to sort of uh, pay attention to all of those details. And, and we had some issues, and it just really resonated uh, with me very quickly. And, you know, again, as a local producer, uh, you know, we felt that this is something that we had to do. Mm-hmm. So, But it took time to be able to find all the, uh, the smoking guns, so to speak, and to really build complete commitment and alignment around the organization. Because um, there had been false starts in the past and you know sometimes you know during tough times you know kind of easy programs to cut yeah uh but we really had to stick to it and really build 
the capabilities throughout the organization and the investments and, uh, you know, pretty, pretty confident that, you know, our beers have never been better. Um, I'd agree. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then the other part of, um, I guess, marketing um, that, uh, especially in, in beer and other packaged goods, that's uh, critical is distribution and getting it out there. Well, that, that's a big part of it. Uh, you know, it's interesting, um, you know, I think for those of us that studied marketing, we all learned kind of the four Ps. Uh, but th- there was an agency guy that I worked with many, many years ago uh, who recently talked about, uh, as opposed to the P's, it's now the E's, and it's around sort of experience and evangelism and uh, uh, being everywhere. You know, it's just, I think the role of marketing has changed. I mean, not that those four P's aren't important, uh, but I think the consumer today is uh, very skeptical. Uh, They don't necessarily um, take you at your word. Uh, You have to prove through your actions uh, that you're that that you are who you say that you are. Um, so it's really kind of forced us to, um, you know, I think among other things, uh, try and be as authentic as we can, mm-hmm. because I think if the if the consumer catches us, you know, in a little white lie, that is going to turn them off for for perhaps ever. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, consumers are much more savvy today, and they're much more skeptical. Um, so you know, you really have to make sure that. Uh, you are, uh, you're walking the talk. And do you, um, what do you do to make sure of that? Or how do you test that within the organization? And... Um, you know, alignment is really important. I mean, we, we, we work really hard trying to communicate to our entire employee base, whether it's management or, or, or people on the front line about, you know, what's important and what we're doing to help, you know, build kind of relevance, you know, of our, of our company and our products. And, you know, they can be some of our best ambassadors, but in order for them to, uh, to be those ambassadors, they need to understand what we're doing, why we're doing it, why it's important. They've got to see that we're consistent, uh, that we, you know, sort of walk the talk. So there's a lot of work just sort of building that alignment, Mm -hmm. you know, understanding and alignment through the organization. Uh, it can't just be about a few people. It's got to be about everybody. I know you're on a tight schedule and uh, have a very, very important appointment right now. So <laughs> thank you very much for taking the time. It's, it's really great. To talk to you. No, my pleasure. Thank you. That's the show. Thanks for listening. Join us again next week on Lessons Learned in Marketing. You can subscribe on iTunes. <laughs>